Hello. Hello. How are you? I am. You know, on a scale of one to ten, I'm. I'm. A, I'm a six. Not the best, but not the worst. <laughs> so I have about an hour left in my drive. Okay. So where are you going? Hold on. Back up. So What's going on? I'm going to Gigi's for the weekend, and I tried to trade shifts for an earlier shift. And the earliest I could get off was five, but that's better than eight. Right. But I ended up leaving Cleveland around six because I went to Big Lots to get the thing that I could use to, like, hold my phone while I drive, which was probably the best thing I could do for myself. Good. And, um, yeah, and uh, I don't drink energy drinks, so I was trying to find this one drink called Bang, which is, like, like, actually, like, pretty good for you, and it's, like, a great energy drink. Well, Bang um, sounds like an energy drink disguised yeah. as a non-energy drink. Well, no. No. Okay. So the assistant strength coach at Lee, he drinks it, and that's how I heard about it. And it's got, like, amino acids in it, your B vitamins, which are your energy vitamins. It's zero calories, no artificial sweeteners. Like, it's actually legit. I don't know how. Like, and I've read over the nutrition label and everything, and this podcast. Of it. So this podcast is brought to you by Bang. It is Man, not, but honestly, if you want to sponsor me, drink. that'd be great. My name is McKenna. My Instagram handle is at McKenna Ortiz, O-R-T-E-A-Z-E. Hit me up. <laughs> Brought to you by Bang. Brought to you by Bang. Drink, no artificial. Anyways. Anything that works on long drives, sponsored by your strength coach at the university. At the university. Contact Phil but, Cook and reference okay. us so we can get some scholarship money. Okay, keep going. Okay, anyways, moving on. I couldn't find it. So, oh. you know, I'm not going to get Monster. I'm not going to get Red Bull. I'm not going to get coffee because I don't drink any of those things and they make me sick. Right. So what did I get? I got gum. But guess what? I lost the pack in the car. So now. How do you I'm lose really a pack of gum in the car? I don't know where it went. You better hope Bexley did not eat the gum because that's going to be a He's been laying down. He hasn't been moving at all. He's huh. sleeping. <laughs> Lord. So, why are you going to Cincinnati? I'm visiting Jeezy. All right. Gigi. Vis- yeah. I'm visiting Gigi. Gigi. I'm fishing. <laughs> so, so, what are we talking about today? Well, I don't know. I mean, we talk about family, grandmas, family. I mean, that's the whole reason you're going to Cincinnati. That flows. I like it. Let's do it. Okay. So... What draws you to, you know, drive all night to just go see family? Talk to me about that. Because, well, I think, and what, basically, I guess what I've learned over the past two years since moving away is, you know, when life goes to crap, family's there for you no matter what. And even if you haven't talked to fam, like, even if you've been so disconnected and haven't talked to your family in months and like, I mean, you can be living in the same house, but be extremely disconnected. Right. That's what I was doing all last summer, as you know. And, um, I was living there, but I wasn't living with the people in there. And then as soon as my life went to crap, they were the first people to pick me back up. And, you know, with Gigi, just the foundation that you're, parents set for me and yeah. just I don't know you don't know how much time you have and I want to spend as much time as I can because that's something I will never regret 
And also too, like, I think it has a lot to do with just foundational things and knowing, keeping you grounded and knowing who you are from where you come from, you know? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's all good. So without getting into crazy specifics, yeah. So what did last summer look like for you? Last summer looked like spending a lot of time, um, well, mismanaged priorities. That's what last summer looked like. Okay. So that is probably the best way to put it. Um, and not realizing how important family was. And also, you know, one thing now that I'm living in Cleveland, I did not realize last summer was my last summer home, probably for a while. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, or, I mean, ever, who knows? And so now I struggle with that a lot because if I had known it was my last summer home, I would have spent it a lot differently. Yeah, but let me tell you something. That's something that you're going to have to continue over the rest of your life to juggle. And here's what yeah. I mean. So, um, you know me, I always go to the extreme, right? Because it's like I'm raising husbands and wives because that's the yeah. way I look at parenting. So, um, as, as a wife or a husband, you can easily have mismanaged priorities being selfish, meaning... Guys want to have a cigar tonight. I deserve this. I'm going to go. Well, when your kids are, again, it's a, it's different for every marriage or whatever, but depending on, for me, let's just, I'm going to talk to me. Yeah. The way we did our family when, you know, when you guys were all younger, that was just the wrong move. You yeah. Know? And made a couple mistakes early on, but course corrected. But, like, now, it's like if you do that right, like, the freedom you have when when things are at a different place where, like, you don't feel the guilt or you don't feel like, you know, your mom's like, go. You're like, hey, such and such wants to, wants to have a cigar. Wants to, yeah, go. Go have a good time. It's, like, the best thing. And I think if you yeah. don't handle that right, which I think is what you're talking about because you don't feel like you handled last summer right. It yeah. leads to guilt and just, like, we miss opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So, am I right? Am I wrong? No, yeah. And I think, too, like, I mean, last summer had its place in the sense of me not being home, not being around, and focusing on, like, just a lot going on prepared me to be able to feel like I could live on my own. Yeah. And so... Whether I spent the time right or wrong, last summer held its purpose right. and was used, which is just so cool, but used for God's glory in the way that I felt confident enough to be like, no, I need to stay here and be okay and yeah. know that I can handle myself. Well, I think the fact that you're driving to flipping Ohio by yourself and we're having this conversation would not have happened had last summer not happened. As much as, exactly. I, as, much as I hated last summer the bad yeah. stuff that comes with it but i mean that's just that's just i mean it's growing I, pains yeah i think it, and i think mckenna part of what i want with this podcast because people see our funny videos and stuff like that right yeah but they don't we've never like 
I don't know if the right word is like let them behind the curtain. I mean, there's been pain. There's been hard conversations. There's, I mean, yep. it's, it's not like it's all hunky dory twenty four seven. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we put our best stuff out there, and like, you know, authenticity is a like we're pretty authentic people, and you know, I feel like, and I think that for a while has just been the good part of the goofy side of us. But I also think too, like there's also a more serious somber side that like life is just worn into us, you know? Right. But the covenant family helps, helps us work through all of them. Right? Exactly. So, so what else is going on? What else is going on with your summer? As far as, well, as far as, um, well, your job, um, your current living situation, which feels more like the show Friends, than it does like a normal. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. It is not a normal living situation. No. So summer is going great. I honestly think like it's been crazy how much just peace I felt over this summer. And I just knew that I was supposed to be here and God's favor is just continually been shown to me which is just crazy that it keeps going like I feel like I've just been in like a year of favor and it's just overflowed into the summer and I'm just like I don't really know like what I did to deserve this much of his blessing but I'm not complaining you know can I tell you can I can I stop you there (laughs) sure you did nothing yeah I mean that's just favor I mean do you think your mom and I's love for you is conditional? No. Okay. Same thing with God. Very true. Do you think your mom and I um, pick and choose when we can bless you? Or if we can bless you, do we just bless you? If you bless, you bless. Right. Same thing with God, sweetheart. Yeah. So you don't um, you don't do anything to deserve it other than to follow him now a lot of people get that confused because then when you go go through tough tough times they're you know they just i don't know i think people sometimes are just looking for an easy gospel and if you really and i think you know we talked about with this with we got you know when we got together with some of the guys the gospel's not easy you go through yeah. periods but he wants to bless he's good yeah. But life is life. Yeah, and the thing is, is you have to praise him just as much in the crappy times as you do in the good times. And, and that's what most people don't get to hope. Exactly. And just because the thing is, is like for me, and it's also I think it's a personality thing too. Like I love learning that I'm wrong. It's a weird, different way of looking at life. But I love when people tell me that I, in a good, like, okay, they have to come at me the right way. And it has to be someone that knows me. But usually I love people coming, like really close friends coming up and telling me like, hey, this, I, this hurt my feelings. And can you please work on this? Like, I love being told what I need to work on. So, you know, my prayer every day is mold me and shape me into the person that you need for the kingdom. Right. You know, and so whatever that looks like. So like. I feel like I'm really receptive to change and it's hard. I mean, those seasons are difficult, but like, 
I welcome those with open arms because I'm like, okay, I'm growing as a person. Yeah. You know? Yep. 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 But, yep. 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 Yeah. Well. But. Uh, well, we go pick uh, Morgan up from uh, Sea Cadet Camp tomorrow. He made it through the freaking week. <laughs> he did, man. We didn't think he'd make it, y'all, but he did. He did. I mean, for for those of you that have been on the journey with us, with Morgan, Team Morgan, hashtag Team Morgan, hashtag Literally. Team Morgan. He's like the best kid ever. He's had health Truly. issues. And um, some of those are inherited from me. And it's just been a long road with him. Um. Not in a bad way, just in a in a different way, different from all of the other kids, which Yeah. Um you know, one of the things that Jen and I say, like, and I think most parents would agree, like kids don't come with a manual. You have to figure each one of them out. Mm-hmm. And um your mom has always just been like the best at trying to figure stuff out for you guys and figure what you need and she's you know 99.9% of the time dead on straight and with Very individualized. Yep. And with Secadex, I mean, this camp, I, w- I was like, I don't know, Jen. And she's like, no, he can do it. He can do it. And, you know, one of the things I've learned is that I got to trust your mom because she's like really <laughs> smart and she's like the best. And here we are the night before we pick him up and he's made it through the week. So, but I feel like he's going to look like he's 14. When we pick him up. He does look like he's 14. I, I feel like he's going to have a mustache or something. Or like... And that's also <laughs> like, okay, that's also another thing too, like going on the family theme, I guess, is as much as like we're all different and individuals, like I have had to transition in like the way that I'm a sister. And that's been different too. So talk to me about that. Going from living with them for 18 years to moving out of the house and then coming back for breaks and having no idea who I'm looking at has been really difficult. Hmm. Like that is such a transition and a change because like I've had to, I felt like, and that's, it's such a firstborn, but I also think not only being the firstborn, but being the only girl, like I felt like I was the second mom and that wasn't like, that just was a natural thing. And then it's like I leave and I go off to school. It, like it kind of happened more when I moved away to Lee because I couldn't come home all the time. But when I moved away to Lee and I came back for the first weekend, I was like, I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore or how to talk to you. So it's like, you know, learning how to reconnect. And also too the transition from I'm not a second mother anymore. I'm your sister. That's been really different. Yep. I think, um, You've got such wisdom in that. And, you know, I think a lot of parents go through that. We've been lucky in the fact that we talk to you guys all the time, but it's still the same thing when you guys come home. I mean, we've experienced it with Tate. Yeah. As far as even though I talked to him all the time while he was at Lee, comes home, who's this man in the house? It's like, yeah. What in the world? But, yeah. At least you pick up on it, you know? Well, and I noticed it with Bryson and Morgan, obviously. Like, And that was kind of one of the things that hit me the hardest was not, like, realizing, A, I'm not coming home, and B, I'm missing out on their childhood, too. And so that was, 
that kind of sucked because I was like, I'm missing out on a lot. And so now, like, especially with Morgan, like, I mean, Bryson, Tate, and I, like, we basically, like, we grew up together. Right. But then, like, with Morgan, like, he's going to get used to me not being around. Yeah. You know? That's tough. Yeah, it is. It is. But I think, like, I've started that um, transition with it. But, yeah, Tate and I, we've just gotten closer Mm -hmm. since being at school together. Well, being at school and being in Pi together. Which yes. like warms my heart because I never pushed you guys either way, and it just happened. Yeah. But you know, with Morgan, I would encourage you to just keep pressing in, just like we do with you guys. You know. Yeah. We go a couple of days without talking, and we're like calling, whatever. We all, in family, we all have to pursue each other. I just think that's oh, the yeah. key. Period. Yeah, it is. It doesn't stop. Like it's not. It's not something like, oh, like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this. Like it, it is an literally like endless, relentless pursuit. Like yep. just like you have to pursue your relationship with Jesus, you yep. just have to pursue family the same way. Yep. Because then for me, like I'm a quality time person, so I don't get that quality time. So I have to work even harder to not feel the disconnect because it's really easy for me to feel disconnected and then just be like, go six months without talking to you. No, it, it's so easy, but I mean, and, and here's what I try to tell people, the, it's hard, it's work, it is. but you will regret the six months you go without connection Yeah. worse than you will the work that it takes to just keep it going. I don't know yeah. if, if that makes sense because it's just like, I mean, it's easy, I mean, as busy as we get, we can make excuses. And I, I mean, it just gets, it's, it's tough to stay connected. It really is. Yeah. I mean, and it just takes five minutes, literally. Yeah. Especially with Morgan. He just wants five minutes. Yep. That's it. Well, you know? for a while, you and I did the 420. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I've never smoked. Never. She- but I would send my dad 420 snaps. Every day, and I deleted Snapchat back in December. Yeah, but we used to have a streak going for that reason. Yep, she would send me a 420 snap, and I would send her a 420 snap, and it wasn't anything more. I don't know how it even got started, but it doesn't matter. Me, I started because I was, <laughs> I was just trying to be a brat, like, oh, yeah. dad, and then I responded. And then, I mean, it just became a connection point every day. So, like, yeah. even if we didn't talk, we had that connection, and that's where, yeah. I think you just have to connect every day with your spouse, with your brothers, with, I mean, you have to keep that with God. I mean, yeah, well, God created us to be relational human beings. And it ultimately, I mean, it ultimately stems back to your, how your relationship with God's going, because obviously, you know, they say in church all the time, you can't give what you don't have. So if you're not being poured into how the heck are you supposed to be able to pour out? And no one wants dust out of a well. Boom. So. That gummy girl, I've never heard that out of you. <laughs> I just made it up on the spot. <laughs> but, thanks. But, I mean, it's true, though. Like, so, I, like, I'm, I know I'm a people person. So, it is so important to me that I get that, like, hour, 45 minutes to just journal, pray, whatever, just dump because if I don't 
then I can't handle people well. Yeah. And I can't love people the way that God needs me to love them. Yeah. Yep. Because especially where I go to school, it's so easy. People are getting preached at, talked at all the time. But how often are they loved on by actions? Ooh. Because I can say up and down that Jesus loves you. But if I don't show it with selflessness and grace, then I'm basically a liar. (laughs) Essentially. So, so I think next episode we're going to talk about Hans Weston and the effect him and Albert McCoy had on my life because it was exactly that. And no, no amount of preaching could have changed my heart more than the way those two guys walked me through loving me. So, yeah. Well, listen, sweetheart, I love you. I love you too. And um, how long do you have to um, go before you get to Cincinnati? I actually, while we were talking, I, I made it through Cincy. Oh, so you're almost Mason? Um, I don't know where I am, but <laughs> I, I, I passed I passed the bridge and all of that mess. So I'm like in downtown, I think. I have no idea. It's dark. All right. Well, listen, I love you. I love you too. All right. Hit us up tomorrow. Okay. And then all you peeps out there, thank you so much for listening. We know this is not uh, your traditional podcast, but we're not traditional yes. family. So we're not. We are not traditional <laughs> by any means. So there's that. So love everybody out there listening. Thank you for listening. Share it. Thank you for sharing. Yep. And please hit us up with questions, comments. Not as deep as Rick Gill did on the comment section. We can- oh, <laughs> Oh my lord, we could not answer those questions. I was like, um <laughs> I'm only twenty-one. Yeah, there's no, I'm like I'm only forty-seven. I can't answer those things. So anyway, but we love all of you guys. I love you, sweetheart. Be good, be love safe. You too. And we'll I talk will. soon. Okay. Love you. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye.